I'm Jeff Weiss. I'm a writer for LA Weekly, the editor of Passion of the Weiss, and a writer for Pitchfork and Spin. My name is No Can Do. I'm a rapper, record label CEO, co-founder of Low in Theory, freestyle battle champion, and all-around cool guy. And this is a weekly podcast devoted to what's good, what's bad, and what's weird in the world of hip-hop. And this is Shots Fired. Bow! Shots Fired! Yo, what's up? This is Jeff Weiss. You're tuning into Shots Fired, a podcast about hip-hop and how to sell used dead press CDs on eBay. In a little bit, we're going to bring in Dumbfounded, who's got a new album out called Old Boy John. He also is the man behind Knocksteady. You've probably seen his YouTube videos. If not, there's one where he delivers one of the most unbelievable roundhouse kicks in the middle of a battle. It's, it's epic. I'm sitting next to No Can Do, wearing his delicious vinyl hoodie, which has nothing to do with how to sell dead press CDs. I'm really wearing this hoodie because uh, right now I started working out, you know? And uh, that's recently in the summer. I fucked up and I smoked a cigarette with Cody. But this summer... You stopped smoking cigarettes? I stopped smoking cigarettes. Wow. Because fucking Japan was like one big cigarette. Uh-huh. But uh, this is like restructuring. So I'm getting my mind right and my body right and my spirit right. I'm thinking I'm going to read like... How's your chi, though? How's my, my chi? How's your chi? Dude, my chi is so strong. Like if I just charge up like real quick, <laughs> I can make the dust float in the air. You're like a panther now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I've been, I don't know, I've been still smoking the spliffs. So You've been smoking the spliffs? I've been, yeah, it feel, makes me feel very European. But you do yoga with Sharky though. Like you can yeah. smoke, you can do smoke. a lot of yoga, which is real hip hop. Yeah, but it's, I mean, according <laughs> don't to get Ru- it twisted, listeners. And according to Russell Simmons, and to tell you about yoga, man, yeah, I'm going to tell yeah. you about yoga, what yoga does for your sex life, all right? I don't even need to know. You don't even. I don't. Shit. uh, But but tell me. I don't know. Just for a friend of mine. I don't. I don't know, man. I just know, like you know, orgasms. Orgasms are better when you have when you do yoga. Did Russell Russell Simmons tell you that? Nah, I was just doing yoga. Yoga. More. I told you that. I was just doing yoga one summer, and my neighbors were like, "What the fuck is that bear getting killed in the other room?" Yeah, but they it, said that shit in like Lebanese. Yeah, no. If you do it right with the, with the right fat farm and baby fat clothing, mm-hmm. it just goes to another level. I still got all my old fat farm and Miyoshi, really, and Cybertech. I had I had a fat farm pair of cargos. I dro- I, I never had Fubu because I just felt weird. Yeah, like I I just was like, it's not for you. Yeah, <laughs> which is fine. Like I was cool with it. I never had Fubu just because I was poor. Yeah, and you know the other stuff I stole. Yeah, you know, but I remember living in Northern California with my grandfather and my grandfather's girlfriend, who's like his his girlfriend was like the age of my mother. Yeah, and she had a son that was my age. And it sounds he, like my girl, my my grandfather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we get along. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, this motherfucker had like all the Jordans, all the Fubu, and and all that shit. But he was still a really sad individual. Uh-huh. So I learned firsthand that like clothes don't make the man. Yeah, you know which. <laughs> Speaking of Kanye West, <laughs> no, I've had, uh, yeah, so let's start talking about this because I haven't been keeping up with this shit. What's I going can't on even talk Kanye? about my New York trip. I had a good New York trip. Someone stopped me. Someone, someone was a shots fired listener in, uh, in New York and randomly stopped me. So if they're listening, yeah, that was like the highlight of my trip. Yeah. Are you sure it wasn't a prank? I, I always think it's a prank. You, you did that to me once at Low in Theory with like a really hot girl. You remember that? And she's like, I know. And I was like, did no can do? put you up to that like to be like i know who you are she i never did that with no. a really hot girl there's a lot of things i've done with a little really hot girl no but I've i never thought did it was a prank. A, no i have friends that do that actually where they'll be like just to fuck with me mm-hmm. <laughs> which is like the best friend you can have they'll be like yeah, tell that guy you read passion otherwise <laughs> you know <laughs> check this out I, like, I don't do pranks yeah, i don't do sarcasm it's the best prank I, I hate i hate pranks yeah yeah when, when i was on tour uh with milo milo was expecting me to be like a mischievous prankster like rookie hazing yeah 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 <laughs> and this motherfucker slept 
like sitting up in a corner like waiting for me to like do some like fucking weird prank i'm just like nah i don't do that shit so he didn't get like sleep for the first like three nights yo he expected me to like fucking hit him with a water balloon filled with hot sauce or uh, i shit. never liked a fucking prank all the guys on my baseball team would do pranks like that shit and it was always like something very homoerotic it would be like you know yeah like, and you're just like okay guys yeah <laughs> where's this going after you hit somebody with something that explodes and fucks up their clothes the next thing to do is to like you know fucking do some weird shit like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Speaking of which, speaking of which, <laughs> Kanye, <laughs> Kanye West. Speaking of weird shit, should we let's Wait, bring in let's dumb, bring in our guest because yeah. you're you're you yeah. you're, you're gonna have some things to say about this. What's up? Have you been keeping up with all this Kanye West shit? What what what's new with Kanye West? I mean, I just know what I just turn on the news and there was something about his mistress or whatever the fuck. He's got a mistress. Is that what you're talking about, or no, what? No, that. Kim Card. Yeah, right. He has a mistress. Are you kidding? That guy's falling. Wait, more. what's new with Kanye besides that? We give it. I want to know about the mistress. That's the real shit. <laughs> I don't think. I think. I think he was referring more to Kim Kardashian. Oh uh, yeah. I don't think Kanye can have a mistress at this point. What the fuck are you talking about? When you're about? that famous, it's pretty hard, I think, to have a mistress because when you're being followed by the paparazzi, you're gonna get right. caught in five minutes. Not a no, mistress. Th- he just cheated on her like once or something, and some like stripper chick came out. Like, There's all, I love how it's always you can't like, fuck a stripper <laughs> and expect her not to like exploit the system. Like, yeah, it's a stripper. That's <laughs> what they're paid to do. Yeah, dude. As soon as she got off work, she was just like, dude, what the fuck can I do with this semen stain? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some strippers aren't, aren't that smart though. You know what I'm saying? They just, you know, keep it How chill. do you know? They want a simple life How do you know, you bro? Know what I mean? <laughs> How do you know, bro? <laughs> Some strippers are that, that ambitious. They're, uh-huh. Uh-huh. they're cool where they are. Uh-huh. Which ones, like, which strippers are you talking about? Uh, I don't know, like, strippers that are, like, you know, not doing horrible. Like, they drive an Audi or something, you know, and they're just like, yo, I don't need to exploit the system. I'm yeah. good right now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. I have a Lexus hybrid. Yeah. I'm stripping. Where, where did those strippers work? Yo, we didn't even talk. Speaking of loving strippers, we didn't even talk about two chains getting robbed and getting caught with weed. I heard about at that. the airport. But did he necessarily get robbed? I mean, there's a lot of hassle. Like they're saying, like somebody with them got robbed. They're saying, like the police I, report. One police report that I read said he didn't get robbed. One police report said he did get robbed. One police report said he cooperated with the police. One police report said he was like on some Barbary Coast. Like, don't worry, I'll get street justice and find him myself. <laughs> like, you can't find no crackhead in San Francisco. I just like to think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to the cab station and you yeah, know, and like uh, two uh, chains yeah. running around the tenderloin. <laughs> <laughs> two chains roasting bodies in the tenderloin, just like yeah. <laughs> like two chains all six five and like. Well, also, I mean, think about it. if you were a robber, wouldn't you rob two? Ch- I mean, he's a big dude, but that's what I'm saying. It's not like I don't think it's embarrassing for a rapper to get like robbed. Any motherfucker could get robbed. You know, you know that he saying? has jewelry. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. We'll see, like, back in the day, like, the old robbing, like, <sighs> okay. <laughs> There's a difference between a boy. getting your, like, your chain, chain snatched, snatched and, and getting robbed, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, getting robbed at gunpoint. I mean, like, low-key, that, that, that really humanizes the 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 gun toting you know uh rapper image mm-hmm. that the dude has. You know, like, after you get, after you, you get robbed and that's like, you know, like, I, I, I would like to say that, like, you know, that wouldn't have happened to Young Buck from, you know, G-Unit. He might have shot somebody. He would have cried, too. He would have cried. I mean, but, you know, <laughs> that's, you know, shooting somebody is an emotion just like crying. That's true. You know, it's a <laughs> drastic emotion. But, like, yeah, you know, I have yeah. I've, 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 I been robbed before. I'm, I'm surprised it. rappers aren't robbed more. Oh, for sure. You I was thinking about robbing like, a rapper. Yeah, I mean, all the time. I'm just like, yo, that... 
that bodyguard, he's big, but I got a gun. You know, it's like, <laughs> what is he going to take a bullet for the rapper like Rosak? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. the bodyguards they should be finding, though, honestly. Yeah. The Secret Service. Yeah, like one of those like... cool Clint Eastwood in the bodyguard. <laughs> <laughs> was that Clint Eastwood? Or Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner? I think of Ke- Clint Eastwood in the line of fire. Yeah. <laughs> in which he also took a bullet. <laughs> I, I heard, I heard uh, the bodyguard was written about Ray J. <laughs> he hit it first. <laughs> Yo, what like what is the conversation that Kanye and like Kim have when he they hear hit it first? Because they I, there had to be like a Ray J. Ray J has a song. <laughs> you know, like, that had to be like that moment. I don't know. You think they brought it up? I think Kanye probably would have brought it up. He's yeah, type, yeah. He has to discuss that and shit. It's just like one of those things. It's like I imagine that like I'm sure everybody's had a girlfriend that you know about did some fucked up shit before you and you mm. heard about it, but you liked her anyways. And it's like there's got to be you that. liked her because she was nasty. Yeah, like, I mean, like <laughs> you liked her because she was just you know free spirit. I mean, yeah. I she think was... the art direction of that song was pretty amazing with the the pixelated image. Yeah, you know, as the, the song. I hit it first. It's like a hit yeah. now. Yeah, I'm just saying. It's just like the art direction was awesome. It's kind of artsy of Ray J. <laughs> you know what I mean with the pixelated image of Kim. Well, what stuff, is like? I'd have to say that Ray J is uh, he's reached like I want to say like super expressive levels. Have you heard the? Have you heard this the the interview that he did on fucking Charlemagne's thing where he was uh, no. no he called in the Charlemagne's thing about the fabulous. Yeah. About the fabulous like fist fight, like he said the funniest thing. He's ranting for like ten minutes. He was like, "Tell fabulous that da, 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 and I'll fuck him up." Ray you J. know what? Yeah, and he's just going off, and he sounds like a real gangbanger at this point. But then, yeah. then he goes past like studio gangbanger and Hollywood gangbanger, <laughs> and he says some shit that you would only hear on the streets, <laughs> which is, you know what? I should have let the gay homie rape him. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sentence I've never heard. And like, but, you're but like, you might hear that, like, you know, on oh some. My, there's you might lot. hear some shit like that in the hood, like you know with what? motherfuckers in and out of jail, and like around yeah. that element, you know. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. That's something that is diabolical. I, you know what's bro. amazing Holy about that statement? Like, you can break that down. And you're like, well. He has a gay friend, so he can't be truly homophobic, but that is a homophobic. That, that is, is like, like that's like most, a think piece waiting to be written. That's the most gangster shit to have just a gay gangbanger no, in your squad just for like male rape. She said it. Crazy. He said, wait, I don't know if it's verbatim, but like, I, I just gave you the short version, but he was like, I should get some of the homies that like niggas to go over there. And rape him. So there's multiple. Right. There's a squad. There's like a, <laughs> there's squad. like a, a fucking, you know, there's like a delta force of like oh gay bloods. God. Wow. <laughs> Just imagine like an anchor man so- gang fight. <laughs> like an anchor man gang fight where all the gangs come out and there's one gay gang that comes out. <laughs> like, oh, that's Ray J's team. <laughs> they got like a, they're with Ray J. They got jumpsuit bedazzled and shit. Ray like. J. Like, can you? I can just imagine like the things where like they just have differences. Like they like they want to do something else. Ray J's like, no. Oh man, God, no, not West Hollywood again. <laughs> like, Gangsters don't dance. No, they dance. <laughs> uh, well, we just lost everyone. Every last we lost all eight though. of our female listeners again. <laughs> really? Without we had eight. <laughs> I, think we had, I think we had nine. All right, let's talk about the Kanye shit. No all right, more tangents, all right. man. All right, yeah, no. So John Carmonic of the New York Times did kind of an unbelievable interview where he got these uh, just amazing quotes out of I read Kanye that. West. I read that. It was good and. I mean, so it's just like the Kanye, it starts out like Kanye is talking about like how he made the basketball team in like the seventh grade and how he gets really mad about not getting picked and you're like, uh, okay. And then um, 
he starts going. I was almost Jordan. He calls himself the Michael Jordan of music, which is he's obviously Kobe. That's right. He's not <laughs> Michael Jordan. He's definitely the Kobe. He's kind of like whiny, the kind of annoying. You're like, but I, he's excellent. But right? he's excellent. Yeah. But he also plays like his defense is overrated. He can't rebound, and he's a bad passer. Yeah, I like, feel like check this out. Me, right. me and my lady, me and my wife, who listen to this podcast regularly, and you know, tells me to stay and keeps me in check. Yeah, uh, we have to add a lot of shit I said before because of that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, especially about the Ray J, especially the about, Ray, the Ray about the Ray J rape. But me, me and my wife are talking about how, like, fucking how you know, like Jay Z is obviously the Michael Jordan of rap music I mean, of rap. Uh, I would say the Michael Jordan of music is M- Michael Jackson. Oh yeah, I guess yeah. with Kanye, I, I forgot that he said music altogether. But yeah, but basically, he's a delusional crazy person. Kobe, I mean, sorry, sorry, Kanye. You know, he's he, he named himself Yeezus. Like he's like, I've got to take a, a godlike nickname. You know, I've named my record Yeezus. You know, you know, there's like the Hoba thing, and yeah. you know, this is a lot of things that he's done. Like, oh my god, everybody's having babies around me. I'm gonna have a baby, and a, I'm gonna have a star superstar wife too. Or, you know, he kind of kind of followed suit. And I wonder if Jay Z would have did did this after Kanye would have Kanye not made like a rant song or like some sort of diss about Jay-Z you know where I don't know it just seems like he's like kind of following behind like a little brother well I mean <laughs> well the song Big Brother would argue would agree with your statement oh and, and then, I mean, and then it, with yeah. Big Brother like he's like oh Jay-Z worked with the, the guy from Coldplay who you know like and I, I worked with him first like I'm like he he literally one tiny little thing happened and he made a fucking a, 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 a song about it I like it, that you know? they're fighting over the guy from Coldplay who like the guy from Radiohead just dissed the guy? That's one of the coldest. That's one of the best rap disses that never was in rap. Or like Tom York just dismisses Chris Martin just being like, they make lifestyle music. And you're like, ooh, yeah. But the Chris Martin was like on fucking that, that homecoming. That, no, I thought that he was on homecoming, but he was a. Uh, he he also like he he was throwing jabs for a while, like because like I think they they called them like you know the 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 fucking popular Coldplay and he's just yeah. like yeah we make more money like he he's kind of ball, <laughs> he balls on Tom York at every fucking turn he can because get. it's this thing like where like when your idol doesn't fuck with you like that's gotta hurt yeah and like, low-key low key Tom York kinda is like a dick like that yeah that's why I think people like Tom York yeah I mean that's why you, you know makes more of an enigma like, did you call him a nigga? no a <laughs> <not by. laughs> I was just joking that's hilarious speaking of Chris Martin my favorite new like uh, reggae singer his name is Chris Martin and he's tight really? yeah you know if, you, if, you, if you're in the dance hall and that's I, I am into dance hall if you're, but if you're in if you're into dance hall and you're in the dance hall and you've got a red stripe and you're wearing a fucking tank top with multiple colors on it <laughs> and you got like a bad bitch winding on you and this song Push Back comes on mm. you're gonna fall in love Okay. Continue. <laughs> so other amazing he goes So he's like complaining about how he doesn't like uh you know, he's like, I don't know if this is statistically right, but I'm assuming I have the most Grammys of anyone my age, but I haven't won one against a white person. But the thing is I don't care about the Grammys. I would just like for the statistics to be more accurate. Yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. that. Like, first of all, who gives a f- like who gives yeah. a fuck about a goddamn Grammy? If you're some revolutionary, like you yeah. could have like listened to that. But the statistics, like, is there anything more subjective than Grammy voting? It's just like ridiculous. Grammy votes are like it's like prom queen, prom king kind of thing. Like yeah. All, all all the all the all the you know cool kids kind of vote on, or all the other people that are like the the Grammy. Uh, I don't know how it works, but it's like there's like the you know the guild or whatever, and they like they're yes. all you know accomplished musicians, and they pick their favorite, right? Yeah. I but mean, I mean, if he want he wants to make an impact in pop culture or, or just culture in general, and you know, that's probably, that's one of those things, you know what I mean? Like, you just have to have those 
accolades, you know, in general. Why are you being so sober minded? Fool? <laughs> I just you, why are you being? Why yeah, you, here's the thing? You though, changed, like, John. Here's the thing, though. Like, like really, do, I feel like really, like really cool, great artists, right? Don't give a fuck because they know right. that people. Are, every artist gives a fuck. No, bro. I don't think so. I don't think every artist gives a fuck. I think like yeah, like you'd like to, but like the, name like, an artist that doesn't give a fuck. Just Woody on. Allen. Woody Allen. Woody Allen. Madlib. Mad you Lib? think Madlib gives a fuck about a Grammy? Or Sade? You, you know? don't think so? I know Madlib doesn't. I mean, Sade. yeah, I was talking about. I did an interview with them last week. But there's subtext in everything anybody says. You hey hey, do you care if you ever get a Grammy? Dude, one day he's going to be like watching the Grammys. He's going to be like, man, I flipped that sample first. I mean, I don't know. I, I think like you could like, be like, you know, well, like, the Grammys are run by 75-year-old seventy-five year old white people. So maybe like if I'm like pretending to be this like revolutionary, like maybe I won't give a fuck about that. But that fool complains about everything at every opportunity. And it's like, right. I don't know. It's just like it ru- to me, it ruins my ability to appreciate his music just because he's like. No, I feel that. I feel that. I mean, it's one of those. personal. It's supposed to be. I think it's one of those things like marriage. You know, people say they don't give a fuck about weddings and marriage and shit. But, (laughs) like, a lot of bitches do. You know what I'm saying? Did you just call wives bitches right now? (laughs) No, what I mean Um, by bitches is bitches. Do I have to play some Lupe Fiasco for you? (laughs) John, why the fuck are you being so subdued? (laughs) I'm sorry. By bitches, I mean girls that won't let me fuck. (laughs) (laughs) No, but, but, you know, I mean, I don't know. It just seems like one of those things. Like, I'm not going to front. Like, sometimes, like, I've I've said that. Like, I don't give a shit, but I do. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I've Mm. been in those zones, too. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie, but, you know. I think when you're operating at your most creative, you don't care about the attention that you get from others and the accolades but there is downtime there's you know there's competitive nature like there's things that you can't avoid and yeah you know i mean but still like this fool complains about like not winning like a like an mtv moon man <laughs> like it's just like come on yeah <laughs> like yeah like napoleon dynamite just won <laughs> like yeah. chill yeah, i don't yeah. know i just can't like i you know what the thing about the kanye thing is that like obviously he's a talented musician like and he's made a lot of really good music and he is one of the best artists of his generation for sure for music but we like pretend that like everything he does is dope and like it's just not like and it's just like it, and it's like his instinct it's like it's only led me to complete awesomeness at all times it's only led me to awesome truth wow. and awesomeness that's tight beauty truth awesomeness that's all it is mm-hmm. that is an insane shit that is some insane shit to say I mean it's just that's you know with Kanye I, I love he's so entertaining with these interviews and you know like when I saw him on VH1 Storytellers like did you see all the stuff he was saying in between the songs and stuff? nah it's like this interview is really it's like crazy dude. no but this is every Every single concert he has, he goes off on like a crazy rant. Like he was another. Hey, but you know who else is like that? The big homie Dame Funk. You know who else is like that? Gaslamp Killer. Yeah. Like I'm telling you, like when you're when you're on a on a small. But Dame Funk is the exact opposite because he's on some I don't want to be a star shit, and this is all about Kanye saying I don't want to be a star and I want to be authentic and real. But it's like, or this whole campaign is just ridiculous because it's like, no, we don't care about anything. We only care about making real music. So I'm only going to give interviews to the New York Times and Rolling Stone. And like I'm only gonna project my my video in every city in America, <laughs> like yeah. and this whole viral marketing campaign that I'm pretending it's like, come on, it's like it's, a con. It's, it's the Kurt Cobain shit. We're just like, man, I don't want to be famous. Bro. Nah, he didn't want to be famous. He I killed himself. <laughs> like he legitimately <laughs> did not want that. Yeah. And like it's just I don't like being like I feel like it's all bullshit. <laughs> like this whole thing right. is fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Like I mean, he is entertaining for sure. And like. But everyone makes like, you know, and then he's like, everyone just makes apologies. But like, that's that's the thing, like with, with his personality, with all these email, um, with these uh, interviews and all, 
like TV, radio, all that stuff is like the way they would make fun of a star in like all these TV shows mm-hmm. or like you know the, the 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 cliche like star. It's like that's why it's so funny, dude. He's he's a he's like, a fucking typical diva. Yeah, it's like yeah. A, so awesome, dude. It's mm-hmm. like a it's yeah, he is real, like a reality. Like, show. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. It's looking awesome. Well, I mean, it makes sense because he was on a. Re- and that, I mean, that's the other thing. Like, I mean, I know it doesn't have any impact on his music, but I can't take him seriously when he was on Keeping Up the Kardashians. I just can't take right. him seriously. Anymore. I didn't but really that's, see him that's there, just but... the that's just the broad that he messy. Like that was her job, you know. <laughs> yeah, she got him. She got him. He should have listened to Ghostface Wildflower or Ghostface's Marvel. Never have been in this predicament. <laughs> Oh, I'm really? sure that would have never happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, he did sample New Godflow or yeah. <laughs> Mighty or Mighty Healthy. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, but no, uh, yeah, it's just it's just pretty crazy. And then he starts talking about how, like, he is dead prez. Like he is dead prez. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, you know, I was able to slip everything, pass everything with a pink polo, but I am dead prez. And now because I was able to slip past, I have a responsibility at all times. This is what I can say about like, uh, all right. <laughs> this is this is gonna this is gonna be highly unpopular. So about so about him saying like oh he's never won a a Grammy going up against a white artist yeah. right? Uh, I think that because of demographics right? Yeah, it's it's really easy. Like let's say, for instance, John, most of your fans are. <laughs> Korean? Wait, yeah, do you want me to say Are they it? Asian? Like, <laughs> it, was like, it was like the N-word. Like, you didn't want me. You wouldn't want to say it. Like, <laughs> no, no, want, no, like, most, most of your, most of of your Asians, fans are Asian, right? A lot of Asians, yeah. Let's say you made the hardest fucking, the best rap song. It's the slam dunk of the fucking year, right? Right. All right. Do you think that maybe, you know, uh, if you think that, it's just gonna automatically get you a BET award, you know. Like, are you gonna <laughs> right. get the BET award? Right, right. Like, you know, like, hey, you know, Macklemore is probably not gonna get a BET award. You know what I mean? Uh, but, I don't know. Macklemore is getting a lot of cosigns, which is really upsetting me. But <laughs> like, I'm just but, like, come on. I'm just like, like, I, what happened when black culture was just like, no, you're a whack white rapper, just stop. Hey, money, you know, and you know, that's the talk. No, I think it, that's it, a it's different not discussion. Money. I, but I, the I like co- art, bro. I, I yeah. love fucking art, and I and you know, I, I noticed this the first time with the fucking. Maybe this is why I don't give a fuck about award shows as much as uh, I used to. But I remember seeing Kanye and Maroon 5 for the whole, you know, Best New Artist or, uh, Award or whatnot. Yeah. And, you know, even though the Best New Artist Award, they say it's a curse, you know? Yeah. Uh, but Kanye probably should have won that, you know? He should have won that. And that was like fucking 10 years ago. And uh, and he, he's, he's kind of come up against, you know, that a few times. And yeah. he just hasn't got it because, real talk, if you make music that, that like, speaks to this group of people, uh, it... You know, it may not you know you, like be appreciated by this group of people. No, you know? and, and that's the th- and that's like another thing that's like very hypocritical. And like I love, how, I mean, the thing is about Kanye, which is kind of brilliant on his marketing scheme, is like he was his whole from day one. He's like, I'm contradiction, I'm contradiction, blah blah blah. But like at a certain point, like the contradictions get old. And like I felt like he was fighting a war. What made him interesting at first was he was fighting a war with himself. Mm. Like I'm the Benz, I'm the backpack, blah blah blah. He said, Yo, he is. Nah, man, that war was over a long time ago. That war was over a long time ago. He said, Nah, man, like I tried to offer you some. Nah, he's like the battle of New Orleans and like like, like this shit is over but you're still fighting battles yeah. that you didn't know the war they signed a peace treaty like like wasn't like, there an, like a question about that like about him how he's like the way the, how his writing has changed from maybe that to like something oh, else yeah. like, wasn't there like an answer to that or yeah, something yeah he was like I'm better at communicating now or something like that it was like yeah or like he's like um 
trying to run away from so I don't know it's just something I've I, I read a line in there but I don't know with the Grammy thing you know it's like do you think it's like they're like it's racial it's not you know? racial bro it's not fucking racial <laughs> no, it's just J- human fucking yeah. nature <laughs> like that's, that's well, all like, it is okay, and like also like let's just think about it it's, I mean if it's it's maybe racial in the sense that like yes a large proportion of Grammy voters are white yeah. they're older who are they going to relate more? You know right, what I mean? Right, like, who right. are they going to relate more to? The kids you are, relate, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's like he, I don't understand. Like, and I know he wants to be this like transcendent artist that's like cutting through, but like, it's fine. Like, I don't get the, I don't get the fascination with needing that. It's like because you should know that it's all bullshit. Like, there's plenty right. of amazing artists that have like, but always, motherfuckers like to win though, bro. Everybody says well, that everyone about likes the, to fucking win. The Grammy panel is that a known thing? Like, is it all old people or what with the Grammy thing? I don't know, it's bro. I mean, more so, yeah. Really? I mean, it's more old white. How do you voters. know this? That's what they tell white journalists because we're on the Illuminati. Yeah, like, I'm all a, the white hip hop journalists. I'm were super conspiring because everybody says that shit about the Grammys. I don't think anybody has any fact about that. Like, That's the real fucking Illuminati. They, they make it seem like these motherfuckers are in cloaks and shit, and they're like old as fuck. What if it's a bunch of chickens with like three buttons in front of them, and they just peck? Yeah, that would like, ex- that would explain some tight. of those decisions. Oh <laughs> like, but yeah, I mean, it's just there's just so many amazing things where he's just like, you know, he's like. I mean, where where is? I mean, he gets crazy towards. About he the gets Steve crazy Jobs. towards. I'm getting yeah, there. The yeah, Jobs. he starts comparing does himself he, to Walt Disney, and I'm like, yo, yeah. fall back, dude, <laughs> stop it. Does he and, does he really compare himself to Walt Disney? No, I mean, he go, no. what's wrong? See, the thing about it is, comparing yourself is fucked up because then you get these people who are like, I love Walt Disney. Walt Disney did a lot of great things. You're never supposed to step into a great man's shoes. Yeah, what my least was, favorite also, in the world. Also, was a closeted Nazi. No, we think it's so funny because <laughs> I was closeted Nazi. Yeah, he did not like juice. No, I was getting really. <laughs> he didn't like juice. Not no. Yeah, yeah, he. Hated Tupac and Juice. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, I only drink soda. The interview <laughs> is funny because like I was like really fucking with it in the beginning. I was all getting inspired totally. and yeah, motivated. Yeah, yeah. And towards the end, I was like, "This dude is crazy." Yeah, you're like, "Yo, yo he has fried his brain on drugs." <laughs> <laughs> like, and not even the good ones. But I don't think it's fucking drugs. I think it's fucking ego and money. Uh, <laughs> There's ego and there's money, but it's like there's a solitude that fame gets you I where t- you yeah. can only be around other famous people. I, yeah. Like when you can't walk through the motherfucking Fox totally Hills Mall agree. and get a Wetzel's pretzel anymore. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, know? You feel a certain way about I, your existence. Even an exactly. anti even an anti Ann pretzel he can't anti-Ann get. Anti Ann pretzel. <laughs> fucking, you know, a goddamn yeah. lime. And for me, like uh, I, I, I lemonade from corn, hot dog and I steak. totally feel that. And like for me, like I was saying this the other day, it's like and it's like when an artist gets to that arena level, because they have that level of them where they're selling out like a staple center or something they I'm very rarely interested in them anymore and it's not because they're popular it's just because like something is lost when you get to that level like they're, they're, they're the most interesting things are usually when like you said like you're anonymous like or not even semi-anonymous but like who's gonna ever be real with him at this point and like right. And it's not even about be real real with him like that like this I just feel like bro like with art like you know fucking being late on a bill kind of you know yeah. like the the feelings uh, yeah. like that you know or or uh or you know maybe you know trying to talk to a girl and getting turned down or getting you know getting your fucking record rejected and just like yeah. you know all, all these things having a wax show 
where motherfuckers like like that is really is a lot of fuel. And maybe like these are you know him His. complaining about not getting the Grammy. Maybe yeah. these he's, he's digging for he's like finding fights. These, right, right, these right. things to fuel him again. Well, you I know? think that's like the the, the whole like revel, you know the revolutionary rhetoric, the the new slave shit. I feel you know what it reminds What's me. What's that of? shit about? It's about like being addicted to fucking materialism. Material well, you know what's also interesting too. And I was gonna say is like when Nas came out with that Untitled record, everyone was kind of talking shit. No one liked it. I, 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 to be fair, I did not like that album. I was in my cubicle bumping that shit and Max B. Back and forth. Yeah, I'm not a I, critic, bro. I love that shit. I like. Well, mm. yeah. I mean, but mm. I mean, there probably is a racial element to that too, because it's like, as like a white person, you know, you're not gonna. Nah, to it it's not the, the racial. Way. It's not the you racial element. It's just because, you know. Uh, I mean, I didn't think the music was that good, truthfully, and that was where. Where it's like, I love Killer Mike, like, and I was. I think the music is good, regardless yeah. of whether I agree with Killer Mike's conspiracy theories. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I like the music. I like the beats. I like he was technically rapping well. Mm. You know. Fucking whether it was racial or or not, that yeah. wasn't it. I feel like what happened with that it was a uh, it was a fucking you know marketing cocktease gone wrong. Yeah. When they changed the name of the record and withheld held the record yeah. date, I feel like after that shit happened, motherfuckers were like, I don't want anything to do with. Yo, this. I don't know what it no, is no. about rappers when they're like trapped in like like a relationship and they're like bored, like <laughs> or like whatever it is, like but. Then they're like, uh, I have, well, I'm just gonna just go pull it. I mean, that's what it felt like with Nas. You were gonna tell he was like trapped in like that. That shit was obviously failing with Khalees at the time. Yeah, yeah. And he, you know, had a baby, was fighting that shit, and he got really angry. I feel like Kanye's shit is like the same thing. I mean, have you ever seen a happy photo of him with Kim Kardashian? Like every photo. That's kind of. He looks like J. Cole in every photo. He's like, hang on. Yeah. Hang dog. I, I, Dude, having a baby, like what it does to a man, bro, like it puts like this, no matter how much money you have, like, you know, there's just like biological things uh, that, that you can't avoid. And, you know, for all that fucking selfish boy shit goes out the window, you know, but like, like, and I, I feel like, you know, it, and, and while it's going out the window, the growing pains is like, oh, man, I'm I not going to be able to fucking ride a motorcycle anymore because I might die. go out the window for everybody, though. I yeah. mean, if you I got mean, some there's good a lot home of training. selfish fathers, you know what I mean? That's like, true. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, yeah, I want to say, like, you either give in to the dark side or the light side on that one. You right. still go through those, like, concerns, you know? I think. There's, a, there's more amazing quotes that you should know. I mean, we're all about to... <laughs> we'll finish with this and we'll, we'll get into the main part, but it's just, there are so many amazing no, 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 quotes. I do like that interview a lot. I actually. feel like, yeah. Because so. you could really feel the vibe of Kanye as you read through that. Like, he's getting riled up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. No, so then it gets to the end. So, like, what... At what point he's like... Um, the question is, this is the anti-college... It feels... When I heard the new record, he's like, this is the anti-college dropout. It feels like you're shedding skin. Um, and then... He's like, what point did that change between like college and now? He goes, architecture. You know, this one Corbusier lamp was like my greatest inspiration. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, come on. Come on. You're, this one lamp. Like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, I lived in Paris in a loft space and recorded in my living room and had the worst acoustics possible. And then he's like, then I would just go to museums and go to the Louvre furniture exhibit like five times privately and go see Corbusier homes in real life and talk about why did they design it? They did like the biggest glass panes that have ever been done. And he's like, I'm a minimalist in a rapper's body. It's cool to bring all this vibe and then eventually come back to Rick Rubin. So now he's working with Rick Rubin in Malibu. Mm-hmm. I talk about lamps. I, that's a little, I mean, answers like that is just awesome because I could just picture like a mockumentary, like totally. Spinal Tap or something. Totally, like Kanye <laughs> like, rubbing a lamp. Oh my God. <laughs> God, like it's so awesome, dude. <laughs> waiting for I'm waiting for my soul to appear in this lamp. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, that's the thing. But I, <laughs> like, 
Like, okay. I mean, he is in a, I mean, you know, he's, maybe he's in a different zone as a nah, artist. You know but what? Like, just, I, yeah, it's no, like. You can, get, you can get your inspiration from hella shit, dude. Totally. You, right. you can. I, yeah. The birds chirping, you know, yeah, rivers flowing, you know. Lamps are lamping. Yeah. And I just think maybe you shouldn't <laughs> tell people that stuff. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just maybe. like, well, it just sounds so fucking pretentious. You know what right. I mean? And like, that's the thing where it's like, and he's like, I'm a, I just discovered new wave. I, I realized I'm a black new wave artist. <laughs> you're like, no, you're not. What the fuck did he say? He said he's a black new wave artist. He's like, like I just Sting? discovered new wave. <laughs> yeah. well, he's always like, like he I think more like Elvis, like, like yeah. Elvis Costello. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was awesome. <laughs> the lamp thing was I was I was cracking up. No, this is my uh, this is my favorite. This is my favorite part of. How the- long have we been recording this intro? Are we like twenty <laughs> minutes in? Like, 80, hey, dude, let's we're like eighty five. No, can I just read one more? Right, it's fuck. my favorite. It's my favorite. My favorite quote of the whole thing. Um. Is uh, this one where he's like, he's talking about Rick Rubin, you know, he's like how he wants to win a Grammy, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, this album is moments I haven't done before, just like my voice and drums, what people call a rant, but put it next to a drum beat and it cuts to the level of like Run DMC or KRS One. The last record I can remember, and I'm going to name yeah. records that people <laughs> think are cheesy, but like Jake One, Tipsy. <laughs> People would think that's a lower quality, less intellectual form of hip-hop, but it's always my number one. Hey, check this out. <laughs> check that's, this out. That's a the, pretty hard-ass answer, though, because that beat is still tight. That is banging, but you shouldn't, have to, you shouldn't have to feel the need to fucking... That's like when somebody says, like, pause before something, like, right. Jake One, Tipsy, that's a hard... Anybody never, that was... I any, never liked that song. Oh my god! I never liked that song. I, I, I always feel like that shit still. I always found it. I always felt it was a poor yeah, man's grinding. <laughs> oh no, that shit. I, I can see how you do that. I mean, no. I feel. Were you, what were you gonna say? You were gonna say how you shouldn't have to. Defend you shouldn't that. have to defend that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! Have you ever been in a room full of people when that beat comes on? Right. Like, I feel like that was a little bit like um, Unkanye of him to kind of defend that a little bit. He yeah. should just got in like yeah. N- like, put your fucking nuts on the table, <laughs> fucking Jaquan, but tipsy. I feel like you see that that part right there makes me feel like he's like insecure about him being artsy and you know what yeah, I mean delivering not, intellectual shit. Yeah, like, and he doesn't want to make the artsy people feel like he's being lowbrow. Like the right. fuck out of here. Yeah, I think, like, you don't have to explain your fucking negrismo, bro. Like well, if you like Jake One, yeah. everybody in the club getting tipsy. You just like well, it. I also think he's not fooling any other artsy people that he's yeah. like the super artsy dude. Well, you it's know like I mean? it's like, just like yeah. my first my first architecture lesson and shit, and it's just like it's so not deep. I guess that's what it cuts to. It's like, you're a dude that just discovered all these things. It's like, do you remember when you first like discovered something when you were like 18, 19 years old? Right. And you wanted to be like, oh, I'm going to tell everyone how much I know now. I read about Nietzsche. And it's yeah, yeah, crazy. you read about Nietzsche and you're like, named, and you're like, God. And you look back 10 years later and you're like, oh, I was such a fucking idiot. Like, hey, look, shut up. Let's keep that shit quiet. Look. <laughs> like, just, just sublimate it. No one that I know is artsier than Bus Driver. Yeah, no. One. And bus driver would never <laughs> never say this shit, say like this that. shit. <laughs> ever. He I, hides it. He hides it. One time yeah, I said, one time Aesop I, Rock too. Like that yeah. fool. You can tell. Like he's an amazing, amazing writer. He would never say that shit. Yeah. He's like, I don't even read books. They're like, you read books. You're lying. Yeah. <laughs> like how can you not? Because once you start wearing that shit on your sleeve, then you, it's like open to attack. You totally. know? Because yeah. there's al- al- always somebody that's more artsy or you know, not more really. especially like fans too, like obsessive fans. Yeah. They're like, they're like, oh no, like you, you're into that. I've been reading this shit. 
for like five yeah, years of my life. Totally. You know, a lot, a lot of people are saying, you know, the, the good thing about this is that like Kanye is bringing it to people that would never maybe think about any of these things. Oh, it's a Promethean idea for sure. He's bringing this shit that like, <laughs> you know, weirdos have been up on for a while. But like, you know, I mean, that's kind of been Kanye's thing. I think the whole time is he'll take these ideas that basically other people did. That's what every huge pop star does. Yeah. Michael Jackson, pop locking. Moonwalking and all that shit, you know, like yeah, that shit. Ain't disco, you know, off the disco. wall was like, you know, the disco. Yeah, that shit was tight. <laughs> hey, is that new for real uh, song? Is that a disco song? <laughs> like for real? Yeah, is that is that that's disco, right? I think it is a disco. Disco's yeah. coming back. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, I mean, Daft Punk just does disco type shit. Like, is it disco? They, do they do disco. Well, they were doing more like that early shit that kind of became EDM, and now right. they're like, all right, live band, <laughs> the guy from Cheek, we're going fucking disco, <laughs> like, yeah. which I respect. Which I feel yeah. is is it's. The music and the Molly are coming to a, yeah. a head again, and the Molly is the new Quaalude. Yeah, <laughs> and, it's very you know, true. I, yeah. I just can't take the whole. This is my authentic, real music. Like I can't. Like the Daft Punk did that shit too. Like this is real, authentic music. And I'm just like, once you start saying authentic shit, like it goes out the window. That's it's so 2013. Lack to say that with it's music. 2013. Like, I don't know. Look, man. Like I said that on Twitter. I was like, Philip Roth was never like, yo, son, I'm bringing real novels back. <laughs> like, it just doesn't. But writers do say that, too. But it sounds corny. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's best, man, to just shut the fuck up. That's what <laughs> yeah. I, I've had to learn through the hard way, yeah. you know, like, just be like, right. hey, man, I got some hot shit. This is like, this is yeah. my intention, you know, yeah. and this is how it appears. And it's, if it's you saying it. Like, it just looks corny. It's better to be misinterpreted than it is to, like, give too much out. Yeah, you, you know? know? And then they'll have to explain, have to answer the questions. Like, no, this is what I really meant by that. Yeah. But not just be like, so this album is, you know, fucking, like, my interpretation of, yeah. you know, lamps and goats. Right. And, you know, like... <laughs> you know. Then you get clowned on on a podcast like <laughs> we're doing with Kanye right now. There's like, going to be nine is- girls that will never listen to Kanye again <laughs> We got an extra girlfriend. It's because because John came. We're gonna have an extra Korean girl. <laughs> She's gonna be off a of fucking Irolo and uh, Irolo and fucking right. uh, eighth. Let's take a break and let's talk to John after that about music stuff that has nothing to do with yeah. Kanye. I want to talk to John about some cool shit. Yeah, don't, right. I don't want to talk about my music. We're gonna talk only about minimalism and lamps. Now, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, what's what's your fucking uh, what's your inspiration? <laughs> We're going to commercial break. <laughs> Shots fired. Hello, Shots fired listeners. You may know, know us as Jeff Weiss and No Can Do, The Shooters with Fire. Flame, flame throwers. Flame fire starter. But <laughs> no way that can we're happen. a writer and a rapper. Um, Jeff, you know, he has a project that he's releasing right now. You have a book uh, called Tupac vs. Biggie, An Illustrated History of Rap's Greatest Battle. And you can get it on Amazon right now. And I think it's in Barnes & Noble's and other mm-hmm. sellers of books, the ones that are still standing. The reason why that's Rap's Greatest Battle is because two guys died at the end, like yeah. a Mexican standoff. Yeah. yeah no one's like uh, Cannabis versus LL Cool J. Exactly, or Cannabis versus anybody. <laughs> um, you know, and uh, I have a project that I'm uh, releasing called Tits and Explosions, and you can uh, pick that up, you know, I'm on my Twitter page or on my Facebook page. Or, or your Bandcamp. Or my Bandcamp at hellfireclub.bandcamp.com. Or you could just type in no can do tits and apostrophe explosions. <laughs> or just and, type in tits and see what happens. And, and it's really not about, you know, breast and explosions, really. It's just a poking fun at an idea of a certain type of art. And uh but most importantly, thank you guys for supporting and listening yeah, we to, appreciate to it. us. And thank you for all the good comments. Yeah. Tight. Shots fired. 
All right, all right. So we are back. This is Shots Fired. My name is No Can Do. I'm here with my partner, Jeff Weiss. Greetings. And we have... Salutations. <laughs> <laughs> we have our uh, guest, Dumbfound Dead, Yee. over here. What the fuck, man? What you been up to? No, that sounded corny, bro. I, we're right to. <laughs> so you... How was your day been? <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm mad because you fucking lost your phone in, in Europe and you have a new phone number. I hate when fucking numbers change. I know. I, I have three numbers for you on my phone. I changed it in the last... I changed my number twice in the last six months it's fucking annoying that's actually. drug addict behavior bro yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's losing numbers to bitches on, from the tour I just got off of and shit yeah it sucks but uh thank god for twitter yeah exactly <laughs> and facebook and that's true Instagram. Yeah, it really doesn't yeah. matter actually and uh, fucking I'd, everything yeah, else I'd rather they don't have my number but um no tour I mean, tour was awesome man. I just got back from Europe Give me, give me the rundown like all the fucking cities you, you yeah did. so we did about 15 cities um we did like Vienna, Austria, Berlin, Munich, Tight. Holland, Amsterdam, Paris, uh, ah. Dublin, Ireland, Glasgow, Scotland. Oh shit, you was in the hood. Yeah, London, <laughs> Manchester, um, wow. Birmingham, all of UK. I hear Birmingham really sucks. Um, yeah, I mean, I, talked I, to a, I was staying with a British friend in New York. Really? I was like, yeah, I was like, I was like, what city? What city? Yeah, <laughs> I went to Newcastle. Like, you know, oh, uh, Brussels. That was pretty dope. I Brussels. To, oh, I drank like beer at the Delirium Bar oh, or whatever. Wow. Yeah, that was pretty good. Mm. I, I mean, it was fun, man. I mean, it was my first time really experiencing that. I've been to like London before, Amsterdam, and Germany, like for a short period of time, but. Mm. We, you, did you, you you went to Germany with me back in the day, didn't you? Oh, no? no. No. With Juice? No, no. Oh, I, I was didn't. growing weed on the mountain. Oh, uh, that, okay, was, okay. that was subtitle. You went with SP. Yeah, SP. Yeah, I heard he got <laughs> drunk on the train and like... SP oh, was just there for the ride, dude. He just enjoyed that shit. It had nothing to do with a hip-hop That's my dream, program. is like to like be a weed carrier. Yeah. And just like, <laughs> like, like, like a rapper homie is just like, yo, we're just going to take you around. And like all you have to do is just not get caught with drugs. Yeah, man. Yeah, but then I Get a haircut. Low key, like SP, he's like my homie from way back in the day, and like he is the dude. And if you're listening to this, I'm sorry, but he's the guy that like, let's say we go out of town, he's gonna get arrested. He's <laughs> he's gonna vomit on somebody. He's like he's not get get in a fight almost. He's like, gonna get into. He's gonna get beat up, and then we have to come save him. I remember he's like the Cheddar Bob. Yeah, no, I remember <laughs> we went to uh, we were remember that show in Long Beach way long time ago. Oh my and god! There was some black dudes passing by, and SP was like nigga, 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 <laughs> and like just talking to you, us, us just dropping, yeah, you know, saying that my nigga was like, and yeah. he's like, what? They turned back, and he just said it again. Like, is, right he, of, is he white? Nah, he's Guatemalan. <laughs> that's that's one thing about fucking Guatemala in LA. Hey, lo- civil war for fifty years there. It's it's a rough and tumble place. I have I have a love hate relationship with Guatemalans, but <laughs> I, and I can say that right now. You know, I've I've, 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 I've held I've held a knife. I've held a knife to one's throat before. You heard it here first. <laughs> but uh, me too. I lived with one for a long time. Remember? Brenda? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. She's fucking crazy. I love, I love yeah. Brenda. She's nice, but she, she has a very SP ness about her too, though. The drunk if, when they drink. Yeah, no. Yeah. There's 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 a fucking Guatemalan thing. But so we were in in, Lo- in Long Beach, and it was me, you, Hector, fucking Aspect, BA, and SP, and we're like some some and this the nigga said whoop do whoop do the crux, yeah. And and then these dudes walk by, four dudes. 
in like you know club outfits, like button ups. You know, they walk by. Oh, I dress every day. Yeah, they're they're dressed like you now, but this yeah. was years ago. Wearing like pajamas. <laughs> These dudes walk by and they heard SP, and then you know, like all that gang shit. Like dudes that go to prison don't tolerate you know those board, borders being crossed. And like oh, it's not fun for them. Judging you know? from all the Snoop Dogg records I've heard, Long Beach is not a safe place. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> but we were in the really nice part too. We we're like Shakespeare North downtown. You know. Oh no, yeah, it's fine. And we had the Queen Mary area. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and the dude Might be turned, haunted, but the dude turned around was like, "Hey, you know," he was like, "Hey," he was uh, he like, "Hey, you us. can't say that shit." Yeah. You know, da 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 da. I'm gonna fuck you. And I was, I, I got in. I was like, "Black guy interference." Hey, right, right, <laughs> it's right. okay. He's my friend. He grew up with me. <laughs> right, right. Uh, he's basically like a brother. I totally remember his. You're like, also ex- like that yeah. was so he, J- funny. Yo. James <laughs> is also excellent at black guy interference. <laughs> like I was like, if anyone like, no, that def- like, oh, thank you for inter- that, that defense I- was awesome. <laughs> and like, I just remembered they were like. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, no, they, no, they, they was like, I don't care. Whoop de whoop de whoop. And so, <laughs> BA had a gun. Yeah, fucking yeah. Marco went in into the car and yeah. he, uh, not Marco, but fucking Handprints had like some little fucking shiv or whatever. Whatever. But like they were on some shit. Like they were gonna shoot the. They were gonna shoot us. Wow. But um, one of their homies came to the car, and uh, and while while uh, fucking uh, Hector was in the car, and he was just like, Hey man, we just came from a funeral today. Dude, we've had. You know, too many people die. Like, right, right. let's just stop this. And was like, that true? It was like the sad thug. He, he like got he, real serious. He, 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 like, he almost started homie. crying. No, no, no. The, the, the other one, guy. One of the dudes. It was, it was four dudes. And, and, and let me tell you this right now. The light skinned guy. He's all. He's always one thing to pop off. Yeah. The guy that looks the meanest. It's like busy bone and bone thugs. Yeah. He, he. So he was just like, fuck it. I'm. A, I'm gonna make it pop off. But this guy that looked all like gruff and mean, like the pretty boy, wanted the fight. But this guy was just like, man, we just came from the funeral. We buried our homie. We don't need nothing. And, and the other two dudes with them, they were on some shit. Like they were drunk and they were just kind of sad, you know. Yeah. And so they were like maybe waiting for something to pop off. So. You know, uh, just because uh, just because I saw the tears in his eyes, yeah. I started I started yanking that. I was like, "Yeah, man, shit's hard, bro." Hey, man, <laughs> hey, SP, get in the car, man. Let's just let's just get out of here. Don't want to mess with uh, unstable cats, man. Yeah. They will do some crazy shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tears and gunshots, dude. They're like the same fucking. You know, come from the same place. Yeah. Oh, yeah, what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> about Europe. <laughs> How do we get And then there? I was yeah. in Belgium. <laughs> yeah. Let's edit all that Someone out. stole my phone in the green room when I was in Vienna, Austria. Um, Fuck. Which was awesome because that venue was dope. There was a pool and a sauna in the green room. Whoa. So, like, I was, I was back. So, you were naked. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you was ass naked. <laughs> and somebody stole your phone. You're like, wait. There was like a cloud of fucking steam. It just sucked. They stole my favorite jacket. It had my phone Damn. in it. And it was a wrap, dude. Uh but you know, it's funny how many thieves like like the green room stealing. That shit's been going on forever. Yeah, gypsies, it's like a man. classic fucking thing. gypsies. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. is that racist? Nah, for you to say gypsies, fucking gypsies. No, but nah, the funny thing is, steal. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> a sure lot. Gypsies steal. I've heard fucking gypsies more than any other ethnicity. Yo, like. gypsies will steal. No, I, I'm, <laughs> historically speaking, gypsies will steal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They've kind of like you know changed their. Like, I like the gypsies are like the last like ethnic group that people can talk shit about like publicly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the last one like everything gypsies. else. I will I not make. be a part of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gypsies are mythical. You, you want to keep your things. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think they should, you know, what would help them to, like, you know, get rid of that stereotype if they made their name not so fun. Gypsy. That just sounds yeah. fun to say. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the Romance. Or they were, the Roma. They were originally Roma. from India, and then they came to Europe sometime in, like, the Middle Ages. And they've been there for, like, the last, like, 800,000 years. Yeah, I don't know much about them. They're an itinerant just... people. They don't, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, they don't. Yeah. But they like to steal. Their stereotypes in movies are, like, fortune tellers and shit like that. <laughs> no, because right? they used to really be fortune tellers, though. Oh, it's sad. actually true. Like, in the 1940s in New York, like, if you went... Went in to like it, all the fortune tellers were gypsies and they had these elaborate schemes to steal from women and it was always women because women are the only people that believe in fortune tellers Damn. like you don't see very often a man going into a fortune teller place Dude, that's a way iller occupational stereotype than dry cleaners or liquor stores <laughs> like real talk like fortune tellers or money lenders if you're Jewish <laughs> dry cleaners or liquor I mean what, money you know what about dope dealers and basketball players come on like you know that's, that's I mean, those are at least cool yeah stereotypes. pop culture wise it's pretty cool yeah like, I mean like I may be honest with you. I don't know if you've been keeping up with the kids, but they love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could have a whole career about dope dealing and basketball references. You're really, That's Wale. You're, you're really trying to make that shit okay. <laughs> well, I'm not saying it's okay, but I'm saying you know they make mo- they make them look cool in movies. And well, shit, now like, we're gonna have, you know, definitely. Kanye. I mean, you know, lamp. <laughs> you didn't even say a sentence. You're like now we're gonna name lamp. It lamp right? oh. God, it's gonna be the whole thing. Just now, just what if lamp. that hashtag just took just off? this isn't hashtag, even a oh. hashtag podcast. Hashtag Kanye's lamp. Oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> Tweeting that right now. So, what was your best show in Europe? Uh, best show was um, London. I thought it was. I mean, I just love that city, London. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, it was fun. I, I have like. I've I've gone there and kicked it there long enough now that I feel like I have a squad of cats that I can call up. Yeah. One thing, the funny thing is, I did a show in London last summer, and it was booked by these Nepalese uh, promoters, like Nepal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know what Nepalese was until like last summer, bro. Like yeah, I yeah. went there, and these promoters booked it, and I apparently have a huge Nepalese fan base. It was really? about two thousand. Wow. People at this show, bro. It was like two thousand Nepalese people was, in London. Yeah, it was like about were you in Kathmandu? It was like eighty percent Nepalese. No, it was like London in in London. In London, it was one of the biggest venues like in Why? London called like O2. How do you even get a large Nepalese fan base? Well, I think you know, I it was like a lot of Asians that I've tapped into, and then there's a huge Nepalese community out there. Yeah, but I felt like a fucking rock star, bro. And yeah. those 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 few Nepalese promoters that brought me, yeah, those are like my brothers now, bro. They took care of me, like yeah, it was yeah. crazy. I took Breezy with me, and it was me and Breezy mm-hmm. just living it up, bro. That's like tight. it was so tight, man. It was crazy. Hell yeah. So how did you like? kind of get such a heavily like i mean the the asian fan base i feel like came that came in the last couple years right because before that it was just more like blowed stuff kind yeah of freestyle stuff yeah i mean well i didn't have a fan base in general that's what it was it was like you know we had we had the la scene we had the streets yeah, yeah we had the very local street scene where people knew about us um but the asian thing kind of came more from the battles i think you know when i started battling Cats were just like, whoa, this dude's Asian. And at the time, like, Jin was done, you know, yeah. like, he wasn't around. The post-Jin era. Yeah, they didn't have... <laughs> I'm from the post-Jin era. And Post-Jin rapper, dumb dumb. <laughs> yeah. I, I still got, got that, get that a lot because, you know, after Jin stepped down, there wasn't really the Asian battler. And I kind of, yeah. like, filled that role. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and all of a sudden, after, like... Um, you know, you get like an Asian rapper who does like a lot of Asian stuff, and then when you, and usually it's, fo- like, I mean, ethnically, not just Asians, but white rappers or whatever, and then you get like the alternative version of that every time in like generations, you know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And I became kind of like the alternative version of like Jin, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. as opposed to like maybe like 
I don't know what what white rapper comparison that would be. You know what I mean? But I don't know. You just made that up for white rappers. Today. Yeah, I don't. But one, one thing I could say like about Asher you, Roth, the, no, but I don't, don't want to compare you to Asher. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's not but. fair. <laughs> it's I, not I fair always fair. say I've always said like, you know, like low key, you didn't have Asian fans before. Like, no, I didn't. You, you didn't have like Asian people weren't fucking with you, and the reason why is because you were like low key. Your swag was always like is that why like Mexican? <laughs> you know, is that how like white people like white rap fans don't like white rappers all of the time? Nah, it's just I feel like Dome was too weird early on for like the like the typical like, like Asian hip hop community. I think. Yeah, I mean, know? I was definitely you know I was like you know all of us like we just were into a lot of different types of shit. You know mm. what I mean? Like I grew up with Latinos, but I wasn't also fully like hood latino cat you yeah, know what yeah, i'm yeah. saying i was like like into like hipstery like nerdy type things you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying so all of your homies end up being like like the early bike messengers in right, LA, right right you know? so i mean we had like both worlds like just like probably the way you grew up i mean you grew up right there off slossing like western and stuff and like no yeah i did I'm i mean yeah you grew up in like south central area and you were still into all sorts of stuff you know like listening to rock and all this stuff like yeah. when i saw yeah project blowed like i didn't you know i didn't think you were from south central because of my general perception of cats who were from there weren't you you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. so it was like the same thing for me like yeah. i was i grew up in latin like with hella latinos like hood latinos mm-hmm. at like belmont high school mm-hmm. which was like freshman kids with like 18th street tattoos on their neck yeah. and stuff damn and then after that i transferred over to marshall high school which is in los Feliz, which is like silver lake kids oh like, yeah that's where will i will i am went yeah, or like, you yeah. know, yeah, that's, I got... Original freestyle king of Los <laughs> Angeles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I got exposed to these kids, like, from, from uh, hood Latino cats to, like, hipster Silver Lake kids who was, you know, in garage bands and, like, playing yeah. at Spaceland and, you know, like, stuff like that. So I got kind of, like, the best of both worlds, I guess, you yeah. know? Yeah. I feel like that's, that's like, a common thread amongst, like, most most rappers anyway, just being, like, exposed to, like, hella that's different true. lifestyles in the yeah. city, you know? Yeah, I feel that. A lot, of, like, a lot of, like, you know... Like a maybe like Trinidad James or something. <laughs> well, I think that's why LA has been interesting for like the like because it is a lot of people that like. Def- I mean, I think Odd Future was the one that kind of put it on the map, sort of. But like even like mm-hmm. even like the the TDE guys, if you really want to break it down, have a bunch of like it, w- different kind of right. like Absol is not like a hood dude. Like he's from Carson. Like right, you know right. his his dad or his family they did the VIP record store. Oh really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think definitely, especially now, because genres are crossing together, you know, crossing over to each other. But I mean, even early back in the day, though, I think kids were still pretty separated. Like you had the K rock dudes to like. Yeah. Well, I always think about that because it's like you couldn't afford to. Purchased more than one type of genre of music, right? Like right. who had the money to do that, right? Yeah, Napster really changed the game. Yeah, because yeah, if you think did. about it, like, like I mean, I was buying used rap CDs at like the warehouse or like Rhino Records or wherever. Like, right. I'd be like hoping that it's like six ninety nine and not nine ninety nine because yeah. I can't afford the nine ninety nine. But I, I'm gonna keep it real. As a weird kid that traveled across town, I remember being in these situations with like, you know, like being in the rock. And, like, having, like, these, you know, my rock friends, like, talk shit about hip-hop or having my hip-hop friends talk shit about, like, like the rock CDs that I had or, like, you know. It, it, what it, rock CDs did you have? Early on, I had fucking, like, Alice in Chains and shit okay, like that. Okay, that's cool. Cause you know, I, you're, I was a big Smashing, really? that's smashing cool. Pumpkins yeah, fan. I yeah, Smashing I Pumpkins. I like that, yeah. yeah. I didn't really I like Alice in Chains. Chains. I like Soundgarden. I like the grunge. That, that was the only rock that I liked was. Yeah. Like, all the, Double Pilots, all I the pre All the pre-grunge <laughs> shit was, like, shit my dad. I mean, not the butt rock and shit, but, like. 
like all the early rock, like fucking <laughs> Sabbath and yeah, Floyd true. and all that. Yeah, that was like oh, yeah, that's my that. dad was listening to that. So right. like I, I was like that shit is corny. And Steely Dan, your and mom, was my mom was in the Steely Dan. Why is every uh, black person that lived through the 1970s a big Steely Dan fan? Which is yeah. I love, I love Steely Dan, but I've, I've, it's true. Carl right? Fa- Carl Fagan found his partner. I forgot what his name is, but he was walking by this fucking place and was like, dude, that gu- that guitar sounds great. And then he walked into the place and was like, oh shit, there's a white guy playing that guitar. I thought it was a black dude playing that guitar. <laughs> that is why black people, it, because sonically, that shit is, uh, it, it transcends race. It's like, it's yeah, like you right. know, it's it's like dumbfounded. Like, it's like, you know, not nah, to be on nah. your dick. But no, I'm just saying, like, it's just mixed from, it just has yeah. a lot of style. Black people think I sound elsewhere. white. So. Well, there <laughs> is. Think, they think I sound white too, so sorry. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's funny. I'm more compared to yeah, like white rappers than anybody. I think. Yeah, but, uh, I think you should. Uh, well, that's why I end up on tours with white rappers. <laughs> I mean, like last few tours that I've done is with white rappers. So who's really? Like, yeah, yeah, like Watsky and Wax. You yeah. know, um, Watsky's like the most popular musician in America, right? Like he's huge, dude. I'm not gonna lie, that dude is really blown. Like he's on he's, a very similar path to like Macklemore right now. Like he he is really selling out places. When I was in Europe, bro, he sold out that whole tour, bro. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, I definitely contributed have, like, a little a bit, but he had here? the majority of the fan base there for sure. He had like a top ten album here. Right? Yeah, yeah, dude. He was the a fir- top ten record. Yeah, so he was the fir- only record that beat out Macklemore at number one in like six months bro on mm-hmm. the iTunes hip hop charts he, he only beat him out for like a week or something in Europe or in America uh, in America wow. mm-hmm. so he was the only one that kind of beat him for like a week while his album was out and then Macklemore like went back to one again like back to Kanye back to Kanye West uh, do you think that race has anything to do with these things um yeah, I don't think it's it's not it's not everything to do no, with it, but it's yeah. definitely I think it yeah. definitely plays a part. Definitely uh, does. I, I don't think they have any black fans. I mean, how many black fans could like uh, Watsky or Macklemore? I mean, to, to be like real, yeah. like they did not that many. Mm-hmm. Well, I also think but, maybe it's it's not necessarily him being white, but maybe his experiences of, yeah. of a white person mm-hmm. that totally. makes it more you know generally what, like, understanding. I think that's like, what's interesting about hip hop now is like you can have a fan base that maybe like before like you to be a white rapper making it you had to have a fan base that was you had to have a street kind of you had to get radio you had to get like rap radio yeah you couldn't like build a fan base completely outside of like unless you're like insane clown posse that was basically the only person you know and then there's your underground you have your lp but those fans were pretty i feel like lp and asap rock were always more mixed than they ever got credit for i was gonna say i was gonna say like that was fucking like tagger fans bro like yeah yeah. (laughs) they're all yeah like if 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 you if you can tap into the taggers in every city yeah you know like yeah graffiti yeah street art yeah graffiti yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and, that, and and that's always like transcendent race. I think most fools don't buy records. Fool. They jack. They shit. jack records, but they, they will show up to the show. They will show, and they will like that's really true. write in the bathroom, and then make Yo, sure you, you know, never play there I'll again. I'll tell you right now, <laughs> you know who's keeping hip hop alive is six two six Latino cats. <laughs> like, <laughs> like those are the cats keeping hip hop alive. Pasadena. I'm not like like West Covina and stuff. Oh, okay. If you go to like you know like um, you know just. Golden era hip hop type yeah. events and stuff like yeah. it's majority of it was Latino. Yeah, no, it rock yeah. the rock the bells. Yeah, all of that. Yeah. It's like ninety five percent Latino, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I I always was curious like how there isn't much of a Latino presence in mainstream hip hop. I'm kind of surprised about that a little bit. 
Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just. I mean, you have guys that have built, like, like a, I, I always think of, like, a. Fat uh, Joe Pitbull. Psycho Realm has built, like, a kind of thing where it's, like, completely oh, yeah, yeah. big. Like, uh, Psycho Realm are as big as, like, a lot of mainstream rappers in a way, but, like, it's completely right. outside the norm of, like. That's true. I mean, that's. Well, that's, like, hardcore shit, though. And that's, like, yeah. I, I feel like. I mean, immortal when, when we, when you, Yeah, when you think of mainstream hip hop, you think of shit that's, like, hella fun. And, like, a lot of, like, Latin rappers, they come from a conscious angle or a struggle angle or a street angle. Yeah, you know, right. so there's not, like. Park Mexican, that shit is yeah. That's that's hell of struggle. Yeah, you know, struggle. The interesting thing about it is street. Every ethnicity I feel like has built. Like I feel like Asians are the last ones in hip hop to not not. I'm not even talking mainstream, but to build this huge like independent following. Mm -hmm, You know what I'm saying? Because I have an independent following, but it's not like Watskis or like you Mm -hmm. know what I mean. The way Macklemore was killing it, or like anybody else in the independent Mm -hmm. scene who's like really killing it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like not like and I find that I find no, you don't have you don't you're mad because you don't have Asian jugglers. I'm 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 curious maybe if that's something with the Asian audiences how maybe they're just not organized enough where they you know go hard on that. You know? Uh, Yeah, I was gonna ask you about it's a numbers thing though, bro. Like what's like uh, you know this country is like fucking like 40 percent you know you know you know white is eight is eight percent black or not eight percent 13 or some shit like that like you know the latin uh, the latin population is uh is somewhere halfway between like you know uh the black and the white audience and then the asian is a you guys are still you know numbers Uh, wise it feels like there's a lot of them though yeah i I feel like yeah. yeah yeah I mean, it's but, big in California. I mean, California, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, but know? what about in St. Louis? St. Louis? You know what's interesting? Like, what about at the wh- South, like, there's a lot of Indian people that, like, like I, I, I ran into a lot of, but they all, like, every, mo- like, randomly motel that I went into, like, they were running the motel. Yeah. Like, which was interesting. And, like, stereotypes. I didn't, no, it was, it was uh, like, True I mean, stereotypes. I, it was an observation. It, it, I don't, it, know, if, I I don't think, know if that's the norm. I think a huge part about it is Asians or even young Asians still are kind of, like, running around kind of looking for an identity a little bit you know what i'm saying and they don't necessarily find it in like asian artists and stuff you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying they're like what's oh had oliver wait let's this is this is actually getting deep and good let's pa- pause let's uh <laughs> let's uh go to a commercial break <laughs> and then let's, let's no no hibbert <laughs> it's, it's getting deep and good pause <laughs> Shots fired. yo yo we are back and we listen so so we left off on a pause, but we come back talking about on like, a victory. <laughs> on a victory, you know, uh, John, you brought up a good point about like you know uh, Asian you know uh, fans trying to find their identity and not necessarily looking to Asian artists to find that identity. And um, and this is like hip hop. You were talking about hip hop specifically, right? But I personally think I was I was bringing this up to Oliver Wang when he came. I was trying to hint at it. Yeah. But I think the bigger problem is like fucking you know it's not it's not a problem. It's just you know, it's all numbers. There's no problems. Just the way things yeah. are is how I feel about it. And, uh, you know, like American mainstream media, you know, like yeah. I, I trip how there is no, well, there's no fucking, there's no Asian fucking Denzel Washington. No, or something, well, you know? we were, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, no, there's not. But we were talking about, it, I remember when we did the interview, uh, Dom, like right. where, you know, you were saying like, yeah, I mean, like up until like, there was like, it was like a lot of open character, like a long duck dong from like the 80s sure. and shit. Like, sure. and now it's like, I mean, and now, but also like, you know, I think about, you know, I, I wanted to ask you about Koreatown too, because it feels like there's kind of a, like a thing that I mean, Far East movement kind of blew up right. out of there. And like, uh, what was interesting about Far East movement was that felt like, you know, like my little 14 year old, like white cousin, who was like really into Mac Miller and Odd Future was like. 
a big Far East movement fan. And I don't even right. think the notion of like them being Asian like played mattered at oh, all. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, whereas I don't think like Tyler being black like I don't think it mattered like to her. Like mm-hmm. it don't, I don't think it even registered. I mean, I think you, a part of it, I mean, maybe it did just the fact that it was kind of like it was kind of a new thing you got these like uh young black kids who were kind of you know on some like skateboard jackass type steez i yeah. think it kind of played a part well they also they also played up the fear angle really early they they wanted people to be afraid of them which was kind of a smart marketing thing too because people talk about it yeah you know i but I, back to the asian shit like <laughs> as an asian dude like like do you i mean like what what, what do you think like uh, do you see that as a problem is like you being not like having Asian fans not looking at you as like they're Jay-Z and like you know or no no I mean honestly I'm yeah. in a be- better position than so many other Asian rappers like mm-hmm. I'm not really even mad about it like I plan to get every Asian motherfucker on the planet by like next year bro like yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm like you know I'm trying to do that like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And but not just exclude everybody. I'm just saying, like, yeah. I, I just feel like by now, like on this grind, like I should have had these motherfuckers already. You yeah, know what, what I'm saying? What like, I, yeah, what I like about your, I mean, like, and I feel like it's interesting because, like, Jewish, like, you know, Matisse Yahoo, and there were a lot of people that were like Jewish kids by right. like my age who were like very into Matisse Yahoo, but I never fuck with Matisse Yahoo because I felt like he was like a minstrel. Right. Like I right. felt like he was like a Jewish minstrel for sure. Yeah. And I couldn't get down with it. Like I feel like you're not being like, hey, I'm the super Asian guy. Like it's just your rapper who happens to be Asian. And right. Connect right. With and that doesn't say like you know. That I mean, I, I never abandon it either. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that's one thing about a lot of Asian, like, alternative hipster rapper type cats mm-hmm. that I feel like they, you know, they don't really want to get into it. And that's their own thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about, like, I don't want to name names and stuff. But totally. Yeah. I mean, but, this is called Shots Fired. <laughs> no, but the podcast have, is Shots Fired. No, I mean, you I'll say there have been a lot of, you know, <laughs> you're starting with the Mountain Brothers and you have, like, a Lyrics Born. You have, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, Cool Compete was a big, you know, yeah, yeah. Cool Compete, like, I mean, dope rapper, but no one ever mentioned he was Asian. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, made a point and that's cool on them. Like, and that's yeah. just all what you believe in. You know what I'm saying? Like, with Cool Com- if you interviewed Cool Compete and, um, you know, different cats, like, um, uh, Eddie Bao from Bao, you know, like um, Eddie uh, yeah, Ma- Hong, Eddie Hong, Mike Shinoda too. Yeah, all those cats. Yeah. If you interviewed them, they'd be like, "Oh no, man, I, you know, I never want to mention that." And that's cool. Like that's their thing, you know. But to me, it is actually like a passion of mine. You know what I'm saying? To, I like, wonder if fucking Bono woke up one day and was like, "I'm gonna just stop being, stop talking about being Irish." Like that's some, that's <laughs> the dumbest shit you've I've ever heard. No, but I'm, but I don't think that's with right. them. They've ever, you know. If that if that's their belief, like that's cool, you know what I'm saying. But I'm just speaking on on me personally. Mm-hmm. It's because in the beginning I was the same way. Mm-hmm. I just kind of changed because I I really I got really into the the, mm-hmm. the topic, you know what I'm saying, and mm-hmm. I, I wanted to discuss that, and especially like uh, with like the position that I I'm in, I felt like I could do that, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, and, and without be, being so obnoxious with it either, you know what I mean? And, yeah. Because you're like the prodigal son for Asians, you know? <laughs> You've been Latino for so long. Nah, you're nah. just like, thank you for coming back. Like, Well, no, nah, it's cool because I feel like, you know, Asians or any ethnicity, they need a, like an ambassador where they can talk to different groups of people. You know what I'm saying? The black community, the white community, the Latino community. And like, I, 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 if you look at my resume, like I've been around these areas and just kicked it with cats. And my homies are all like diverse, like. You kind of need those cats, and a lot of the times, the the political conscious cats aren't those dudes like in hip hop or anything. You know what I'm saying? They're so nah, out the they're loop, so close minded. Yeah, yeah, like you know, 
And there's a lot of that stuff, I think, you know? And yeah. I think times are changing. I mean, especially with young people, man. Young people are the true revolutionaries. Like, cats like Off Future, all that, you know? Mm-hmm. We just <laughs> have, like, white homies in the squad, like, yeah. you know, all that stuff. So. Yeah, that was a and pretty... And not, like, the token white that guy. That was a pretty revolutionary... Like, I, and, and, you know, no one talks about that, but, like, it was kind of, like, like, ra- like random white, nerdy kind yeah. of looking dudes in Odd Future. Like, yeah. in, like, that had never happened before. Like, you, And it just happened naturally. They're just friends that grew up with each yeah. other. It wasn't you, like a marketing movie. You had to be like... I mean, it would be like, all right, well, well, we need a white boy, so we'll bring in Powder P into right. Dogs in Harmony or right, whatever, right. you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Shout out to Powder P. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. No thugs. <laughs> I feel like I, I don't have any answers yet. Yeah. I don't, I don't have the answers. I'm to telling this. you, it's not, a, it's not an easy thing to figure out, man. I always ask myself this stuff, and I ask other people, like, what their thoughts on it, because I'm just curious. It, it has nothing to do with, like, oh, like, I want to make change. Like, I just really want to know, yeah. you know what I'm saying, before doing going into anything. Like, I just like knowing what people think about the situation, and I don't know what it is. And I think in the end, dude, it really does come down to music, too. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there has been, even with me, I don't think there has been a track where I just, like, really broke through yet mm-hmm. beyond just the Asian thing or whatever. Like, I'm trying to really, like, break through with that. Just make it, like, an amazing song. Yeah, amazing song. And, yeah. and you know, that's the. I think that's what's really going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's, that's, the, that's the best weapon that you can have. But, you know, we see in Kanye's case, that still doesn't get you that Grammy, you know? <laughs> but you It's know. not about the Grammy, you know? You can still get mad numbers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I was just joking, really. Yeah, I mean, I don't know serious. if you're worth like fifty million dollars. It's like mm. a Grammy. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. So, I mean, did Far East get a Grammy? I don't know. If Far I'm East really got curious it. about. That. Were, were they not? I don't know. If I, if I, I, I saw that you, uh, you, you Far East were Riff Raff's video. Yeah, we made a cameo. I made a cameo <laughs> in that. Uh, I just actually recently met up with uh, Far East, and it's interesting. Like with the career, I was picking their brain like hella tough yeah. about that because they are literally. The only Asian group in the world that's yeah. broken through, like yeah. that's pretty crazy. And they, they're Psy. huge, too, yeah, like all over the world. Yeah, but Sai, like that's a he's novelty. He's a one-hit wonder for sure. Yeah, the thing about Far East is interesting. Like me and James, we know them really well. Like yeah. James used to do shows with these cats. Yeah, like, <laughs> the first show, like James is huge in the Asian battle <laughs> rap well, yeah, community. Yeah, yeah, Kubla Kwan. Yeah, <laughs> James won like four years in a row of Asian, Asian hip hop summit. summit right? <laughs> this guy is legendary in K Town. <laughs> Banned from the Asian Hip Hop Summit and for that too many is, victories. That is the most hilarious thing. I think at one point Kubla was getting pissed that you were winning, bro. Like yeah. that's and how I, that was how I, I first never, that was how I first heard about uh, Dumb. By the way, was yeah. for Kubla Kwan because I was doing a story on. They sent me to the Asian Hip Hop Summit, right? And. I was, I, or there was something like to do with it, and like whatever, and it was not the jam. <laughs> and then randomly, the uh, I was doing a story on Far East movement and yeah. uh, for the Times, and then I talked to Kupla, and like he starts going off on Far East movement, like being like like called him like but rice. Kup, but he Kup, called him like rice rocket rap or something. Like, Kupla has a stick up his ass, and he's one of those <laughs> conscious cats that like aren't fun, bro. But he was he's like, you gotta check out dumb. I was like, all. yeah, dumb's dope. I'm like. I just want to. I just want to talk about me for a second. Do you know how hard it is <laughs> to win to battle twenty Asians in front of a crowd full of Asians? <laughs> no, I'm telling you, it's, that's. I, I just find it so hilarious <laughs> that like you are the champion of the Asian Hip Hop Summit battle. Kubla is just like he's one of those crazy characters, bro. Like I, I, I respect him at certain points what he did early in the grassroots movement, but there's times I just want to punch that dude in the fucking face. Bro. <laughs> would like, you say there is like old friends? Though, would you yeah. say that's like a vi- so there? Would you say there is like a viable Koreatown like hip hop scene um there are definitely um there's no scene but there's a um, group of kids that do hip hop and that's yeah. generally because 
of me and a group of friends that actually started doing that back yeah. then. Like, we really, man, there was like back in the day when we were doing the open mic stuff in Koreatown, yeah. this place called Jikun Flow. There was t- like tons of Korean kids that would just yeah. come in and listen, and I think it in- in- influenced a lot of those cats. But there's no scene, man. There's generally one thing I hate about like a lot of Asian musicians and stuff. There, a lot of them are fucking shy, bro. Yeah. Like I'll tell you right now, I, this is one thing I learned about bloat is not to be shy. Because when I and I learned, I realized it was a huge influence. Because when I started going to these Asian events, I was the most wild, loud motherfucker. Like when there's camera on yeah. or the mics available, I just grabbed. I was aggressive as fuck. Like. Yeah. And that's what I realized I got that from the bloat, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of these Asian dudes like, dude, that's the thing. Like they could, a lot of them could spit, but I'm like, bro, like y'all need some more confidence like or some shit. Yeah. Like, I feel like a lot of times back in the day, like other races, like white dudes, Spanish dudes, Asian dudes, even not even they take it from the race shit, but like, you know, gangster rap dudes, right. all those dudes didn't like coming to the bloat because you had to be aggressive. If you, I, and, I wanna, and they took it as like, oh, the smart guys think they're, you know, they're better than this or these black guys aren't being aren't being courteous to us or whatnot. Right. I feel. Yeah. Just to, if you don't know, Project Bloat is just good in case. Project yeah. Bloat, the longest yeah. running open mic, hip hop open mic, you know, from like the 90s to the mid 2000s. Yeah. yeah. Continue. <laughs> I, you know, and they, you know that's one thing I really struggle. I think as as much as I want to support Asian artists in hip hop and stuff, like I struggle with that because I don't want to have to force yeah. Asian motherfuckers to rap and like, dude, get on the mic. You know, like you, you don't want to be like Little Wayne with his new roster. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, like these dude, dudes are whack. I'm just saying. They brought Jay Sean in. That's true. He's, he's technically Asian. He is technically Asian. Oh, he's Asian. He's British, so yeah. he's would be. But it's but one he's one from those India. Things, you know, it's mm-hmm. like that struggle of like coming up in the era of hip hop where like you should just kind of have that in you to get get yeah. on the fucking mic like I don't want to have to you know baby babysit yeah. like feed feed you you know what I'm saying like yeah 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 and that's one thing I fucking hate you know what I mean and yeah, yeah. it's crazy I don't know yeah I, I feel like with the race shit like the one thing that that you know the the time that we came up with you know, especially a project bloat and just the general you know like disaster is in our age group you know he's like yeah. Uh, an Arabian battle rap phenomenon, you know, <laughs> you know, like uh, it's uh, it was it wasn't about race, you know. And this is like the post, or this is like you know the the Eminem era, you know. Uh, it was really just kill them all and let God sort them out, you know. I gotta yeah. give it to Disaster though. He was a very he was a confident ass Lebanese motherfucker back in the day too. Like he yeah. would step into hood ass like street battle fools and just murder fools well to be fair Lebanon he kinda (laughs) it's not a place for the weak yeah 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 yeah, once you put it into perspective like (laughs) that's true you're like my whole country's a hood okay if you wanna dig that deep yeah Yeah. but for sure he was yeah dude I remember man honestly it's funny now because when he steps into the street battles some of the street dudes actually kinda diss him and clown him like he's not street or whatever but he used to really serve like street dudes you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying Mm -hmm. like but I guess shit changed or something like it was. No, it was always the same argument with the dude. It's just that he is from a privileged er- area, and he's. Some, well, I guess that's putting the, himself in this situation. No, I, mean, I think I'm talking more style though. I don't oh, think style his style wise. is so street now. When you compare, you don't think so? When you compare him to like really street battle rappers, it doesn't sound street because he's like still rhyming like slice your wrist and scientist. Like you know what I mean? He was like, always <laughs> rapping like that. I like, feel like street rappers. are <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But street rappers time, are now are fucking amazing. Before they were just kind of maybe elementary. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Where the fuck are we at? This yeah, is shots think, fired. Yeah. Yeah, what uh, what's awesome. you got your album out now? Uh, yeah, man. I mean, that came out a few months ago. It's Old Boy John. It's a free download on dumbfounded.com. Um, it's like 16 tracks. There's a lot of music on there you could enjoy. Hold you off. Oh, I have a 
brand new web series that I actually this is my first screenplay that I wrote yeah Yeah. and the first episode is out now it's a six part series ten minutes each it's it was a big production we shot it like it could literally be on TV so like And it's a, a scripted comedy. It's called Run DMZ, and the storyline is <laughs> it's uh, it's about me um, and my family restaurant, who, who has a Korean barbecue restaurant that we work out of. And there's a, there's a huge corporate like chain of Korean barbecue restaurants that's taking over, and they're from like North Korea town. <laughs> and the, the the guy who owns it is like this Kim Jong Un figure, and like it's a scripted comedy, and it, it's. It's pretty fun, man. A second episode is coming out next Tuesday. It's going to be every uh, other week. Where's your favorite Korean barbecue place? Favorite Korean barbecue place? Damn, I don't have a favorite. Oh, there's a place. You know, in Six and Kenmore, that bar I took you. Oh, wait, we. Oh, shit, we drank. Um, oh know, yeah, yeah. You, you calm. You know that calm spot where you go upstairs and it's huge lounge area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that plaza, that's that's called the Chapman Plaza. That whole little old school looking building. Yeah. There's a new place that opens. This is like only Korean people know. This is, hasn't been taken over by now. You're for black people. Yeah, because I go I go to Park and that shit is mixed. It's, no, Park is amazing. Park is dope. They like yeah. advertise on Fox yeah. Sports Network and shit. Yeah, 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 Park yeah. is amazing. Yeah, but this place you guys should check out. This is probably the best spot right now. You can go. It's not. It's it's not. What's cheap, it called though. again? It's called uh, Pekchum. Pekchum. Yeah, and okay. it's in there. You'll always see a line in there, but it's literally like all Koreans, bro. All right, mm-hmm. like, I'm on it. Yeah. I'm going. Yeah, cool. All right, cool. So, uh, yeah, shots fired. What's, That's what's up? You got Taz Tits and, Tits and Explosions. Oh, yeah, uh, download Still Tits, available. Tits and Explosions. Yeah, it's kicking yeah. ass on the net. But, hey, I just had a fucking uh, song licensed to a video game. Oh, yeah, which yes. yeah, I might be working on it, too. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, the, the game is, what the fuck is it called? Uh, I don't it's know. It's called The Crew. The crew, yeah, the crew. So you know, so every time by the LBC crew, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, what else? What what you got going on? What's going on? Pushing yeah. the book? Yeah, just got back from New York and yeah, did a book reading out there and yeah, book two and Biggie Rap Scratch Battle. Mm-hmm. It's on the interwebs and such. Yeah. All right. Cool. Thank That's you guys for listening. Shots listening. fired. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolfradio.com The Wolf Dead.